You're listening to Transform Your Profits, the podcast for accountants who want to build a more profitable, successful, and impactful accounting firm. Your host is Reza Huda, a practice owner, mentor, and coach to accounting firm owners. Hello there. I hope you're doing well. I have just finished at the gym and picked up my car from the car wash. And I have, uh, I have a story to tell about um, pricing lessons from a car wash operator. Uh, so it's not completely random that I'm bringing up this topic. Uh, I like to kind of kill two birds with one stone. So when I uh, when I go to the gym, there in the car park, there is a car wash operator. So I park my car up and go to the gym. I come back and my car is ready, gleaming to take away. So quite handy, quite efficient, and, and I love it when things are efficient. <laughs> so uh, anyway, why am I telling you this? So the car wash operator. What can we learn from the car wash operator? Now, if you saw my post on LinkedIn, which I put out, you'll have seen an image of the pricing the car wash operator uh, has. But I'm sure you have come across uh, car wash operators in your town nowadays. You have these teams of people where you, you drive your car in or you leave your car with them and there's five or six people at the same time all working on your car. Do a great job within, you know, 10, 15 minutes, they're done, uh, at least the outside anyway, if that's all you're getting done. Uh, but the the reason why I'm raising this is the pricing which these car wash operators are now uh, using, certainly the much uh, savvier ones anyway, to get a, a better price and uh, ultimately make more money. I always end up sitting there and thinking, right, okay, well, uh, you know, how much, how many cars are they doing per hour? Uh, what are their, what is their price? How much could they be making? Uh, and actually, a lot of them are um, are doing pretty well. So, uh, let me try and paint a picture of the pricing of this particular car wash operator that I went to. So, they. Um, they're actually, uh, I think, fairly switched on compared to most because not only do they give you options based on what you want. So remember, pricing is about trying to capture the particular scope and circumstances of your client and your customer and also their preferences to build up a value-based price based upon their circumstances and their preferences. So you are capturing a share of the value that you're creating. So what they... They have the typical kind of, you know, the three, four options on the kind of service that you want. So again, now they are appealing to my preferences. Do I just want the simple wash? Or do I want the wash and dry? Or do I want the wash, dry and polish? Or do I want the full valet experience? So again, they are appealing to my preferences because different people value things differently. So this is how we differentiate based upon what people value because value is subjective. One person's perception of value is different from another person's. We often don't know what our personal preferences are. So it's only when presented with options and choices around what we can go for, that we are then, you know, gravitate towards whatever our particular preference would be. And if we're not giving preferences, we're not giving options and choices, then we're not able to determine uh, the, you know, actually determine the the value preferences of, of each customer that comes to us. So 
Over and above that, what they also have, and this is a good example of them managing their own scope creep, because clearly it's more involved, uh, I guess more time consuming on their end as well, to wash a small car than it is to watch a large car. So they have different prices based upon the size of the car as well. So not only do they have the options based upon your preferences, they also have options based upon your particular circumstances. If you have a very small car, it's a lower price. If you have a an extra large car, it's a higher price. They actually have four levels of car that they would uh, assign you to. So a small, a medium, a large, or an extra large. Uh, quite annoyingly, they put me on the extra large uh, car end. But hey-ho, you, you can't complain. It's there, it's transparent. You know exactly what you're going to pay uh, and uh, what you're going to get uh, based upon what you choose before you commit to uh, having your car washed with them. So... Um, Again, this is this is what pricing should be like. You should be able to give your customers the price before they engage you to do the work, rather than simply saying oh, it's going to cost X amount per hour. You should know enough about your service, the outcome, and the result that you produce to be able to give a certain price, the fixed price. And, of course, that price, the more you can flex that price based upon the circumstances and preferences of your client, the better result that you will get. So that's pricing lessons from a car wash operator. I hope you are using options and prices. Nowadays, we have software to assist us in the process. Uh, software like GoProposal, which we personally use, where you can build up the shopping list of what the client wants and get to a number that they are comfortable with based upon what they put in their shopping list. Granted, Scott Go Proposal doesn't give you the option to factor in three tier pricing, although you can be a bit creative with it and incorporate it uh, like we have done for some of our services. Uh, but, but alternatively, uh, if you have, if you have quite a homogenous group of clients, then uh, arguably you don't need software. And if you say, for example, you just had consultants or you just had, um, uh, you know, associate dentists, for example, the, the difference in terms of what your requirements would be to service those clients in terms of everything you do for them. So again, all about becoming laser focused on what you do and knowing that the value that you create. So if you just had one man band consultants, for example, you know that the, the kind of standard deviation is not going to be that great based upon what any of your consultants would require. They would have a limited company. They would have, you know, one invoice raised a month. They would have a few expenses. Generally, whether their income is 100,000 or 300,000, the work required around in terms of the outputs that you're producing is more or less the same. How you can get a higher price is by then appealing to the different preferences of those consultants. So that's where you could kind of come up with three packages and put them into a premium, a, uh, you know, a, a middle option and a, and a basic essential option with, uh, you know, fixed prices based upon the different uh, preferences and the different kind of additional value options that you want to provide to those 
who would prefer, to, for example, to have uh, meetings with you, or to perhaps have advanced tax calculations, or have you know pro- uh, pre-year-end tax planning meetings. These are the kind of things that you can put into the premium package. Whereas there might be those who are just content with you just doing the bare bones compliance work and just submitting the returns for them. So. I think uh, we'll call it a day there. I'll probably do another session on this because it is a huge uh, topic. But uh, if anything that has resonated with you, if you have any questions on this, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. And uh, if you haven't already, rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And I'll see you on the next one soon. Take care and bye for now. Thank you for listening. For more free content, videos, and resources, visit www.rezahuda.com. And if you haven't already, come and join the community in our Transform Your Profits Facebook group, where we support each other to build more successful, profitable, and impactful accounting firms.